Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. What up, y'all? This is Ed Lover. Welcome to Kibba and Son, the podcast. I am back at it. Last week, I had Derek D. Dot Angeletti in my producer series on my podcast talking about some of the incredible experiences that he's had working with Bad Boy, having Crazy Cat, being the mad rapper, all of the stuff, man. If you didn't see it, it's on YouTube. It's a very interesting, very interesting conversation from an OG like my man Derek D. Dot Angeletti. But I figured out <clears throat> as we get towards the end of 2023, I was trying to think of some stuff that really captured my whole attention this year. And one of the things that I want to talk about that totally captured my attention is social media and every time I was on social media, what I saw. What I kept seeing is everyone who has no expertise whatsoever doing these podcasts about relationships. And those that weren't doing podcasts about relationships were trying their hand at the man on the street thing, interviewing women about how much money their man got to have or or talking to men about what kind of woman that they need to have, what what's important to them, what's not important to them, but it was relationship, 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 relationship based, right? And as we move into 2024, one thing that I would say is that I want people to be very, very careful about cultivating relationships. One of my favorite shows that I watch on TV One, yes, I'm giving TV One some love because they have several shows that I like, But one of my favorites is Fatal Attraction. And Fatal Attraction is all about somebody getting killed, and it's all relationship-related, whether it's the woman killing her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, or if it's some possessive boyfriend or ex-boyfriend being abusive, and then they break up and then he comes back and kill her, or is it some girls that feels that she's been done wrong, Killing the ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Fatal Attraction is one of those shows that I watch. I also watch Payback, and I also watch For My Man. But Fatal Attraction is what I watch the most because Unsung doesn't come out in an, in an uh, enough time for me. It always takes too long for a new season 
of Unsung. But for me, on TV One, my show is Fatal Attraction. And because it's a relationship-based type of thing, you see the crazy things that people will do when it comes to relationships or the lack of a relationship or feeling hurt behind a relationship or something. People will do the craziest things. So going into the new year, I'm hoping that people take their time to cultivate a relationship, an honest relationship, and and to really get to know somebody when you get into relationships. I have several friends who are single. I have several friends who are married. I'm married. And I can tell you firsthand that what we're seeing out here because of social media, because of dating apps, what we're seeing out here is people falling in love with the idea of being in love with somebody. You got what I need. You dig what I'm saying? And then you say he's just a friend. Why do you think Catfish is still on TV? Because at this point, can you believe that people are still being catfished? Can you believe it? You sit there and you go through through watching Catfish and you still can't believe that people are that gullible. 90 Day Fiance. You cannot believe that people are that dumb. Right? All of these shows, Love After Lockup, all of these shows, Couples Therapy, all of these shows, you look and you say to yourself, damn, how can they be that naive and how can they be that dumb? And that's because we don't take the time to cultivate relationships. I had a dream last night. Last night in my dream, one of my good friends, Angel Ray, popped up in my dream. And for people that don't know Angel Ray, Angel Ray is a beautiful, beautiful woman inside and out. Okay? Body to die for, for most men. I've seen men absolutely trip over themselves and almost kill themselves looking at Angel Ray. I call her Ray. Ray popped up in my dream, and we were out together. In the same capacity that her and I have been out together a million times. And some dude was trying to grab on her or something, but I was a distance away when I saw it. So I moved up on it, and I was like, Ray, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, 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 Ed, don't worry about this. I got this. And she said to him, this is a piece of candy. You can only have it if I give it to you. You don't go and touch everybody's candy. You don't walk into somebody's home and they got a dish of candy and you just stick your hand in it. You always ask, can I have a piece of candy? So that was in my dream. And for some reason, I remembered that line. This is a piece of candy. You can only have it if I want you to have it or if I offer it to you or if I give it to you. And going into 2024, men, if you like something and you think it's nice looking and it's sexy, remember, it's not yours to put your hands on. It's like a piece of candy, right? You can only have it if they offer it to you, if they give it to you. But always remember this, ladies and gentlemen, this goes for the women too, because a lot of times y'all get caught out there. There are a lot of famous women that have made grave mistakes into choosing who their father of their children is. Now, I'm not going to tell you not to have your child, but I am going to say this. You got to be careful who you're choosing as the father of your child. Because not all men 
are good men. And some men are like a piece of candy, too. You can only have it if they offer it to you, but they're only offering it to you short term. So put it in your mouth, take it out, put it back in the wrapper so I can go share this candy with somebody else. And one thing that you always have to remember about candy, ladies and gentlemen, as it pertains to relationships, right? If a woman or a man is like a piece of candy, you look at it, it looks really, really good. And then you want that candy. How many times have you opened up a box of chocolates, looked at the chocolates and say, man, this look good. And you said to whoever owns it, or if you've owned it, let me check out a piece. And you grabbed that piece of candy and bit into it and it was disgusting. Or it wasn't just your taste. I'm not the kind of guy that likes fruit-filled candy. I don't like chocolate when I eat it and it's got like syrupy cherry stuff in the middle of it. That ain't That's not my kind of thing. For some people, it's wonderful. For me, I don't like it. I, I just don't. Some people don't like hard candy whatsoever. Some people do. I like now later. Some people don't. So it's all for your taste. And relationships are the same way. Ladies and gentlemen, on both sides, stop grabbing for the best looking piece of candy. And then you don't realize that it's nasty until you bite into it. Why don't you try peeling back the layers of that candy a little bit and taking a glimpse to what's inside the candy before you go all out chewing and swallowing it. And men, you do it all the time. She got a fat ass. She got nice tits. She pretty. She got long hair. Damn, 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 damn. Then when you bite that candy and you not had that candy in your mouth for a while, you realize that it's nasty. There's nothing to it. You know what candy bar don't like? Three Musketeer? Because it's just an airy, fucked up piece of chocolate to me. And there's a lot of air in that chocolate bar. And sometimes you realize after you done bit off this candy bar and you're chewing it, and now you done brought all the candy into your house, and you're sharing it, and you're eating it, and it's good for you sexually, but ain't nothing but fucking air. So guess what? When it's time for the Christmas party at your job, you can't take this candy because this candy don't sit right. This candy don't mingle right in that intellectual level that you're at. Or you don't want to take the candy because the wrapper is halfway on all the time. And the candy likes to show off its pieces for everybody. So now all the time, when you go somewhere with this candy, you got to stop other men from touching your candy. Ladies, sometimes you love the candy so much that you think that it's okay to multiply with this candy and have other pieces of candy, even though you know this candy is stale. You know this candy's been in the penitentiary for 15 years. You know this candy had a rape charge against them. This candy has a has been abusive to other women's systems. But still, you think that you can change that candy into tasting the way you want it to taste. You don't peel it back. You don't just bite an orange. I've never seen anyone bite an orange. 
and chew it. You might bite the orange to start peeling the skin off of it. I've never seen somebody just eat a banana. Skin and all. We always peel back the skin. And when you peel back the skin, if the banana is brown and rotten, you won't eat it. You might chop it up, freeze it, use it for a smoothie. You might. You might just throw it in the garbage because it's not ripe. It's not correct. You won't eat a banana if it's too green. A plantain is different than a banana. You won't eat a regular banana if it's too green. You will wait for that banana to ripen. So why don't you use that same type or analogy towards your relationship? Why are you forcing things that should not ever happen to you? You got what I need. They don't have what you need. You're not testing the water. You're not seeing if this is the right person for you because you're going at what they look like, what they smell like, what kind of car they drive. You're not even thinking about how intelligent this person is. Might not be the best looking thing out there. Might not have the BBL. Might not have the muscles. Might not have the height. Might not have the height. You all ladies seem to want a tall man. And you get a tall man and he's a straight, uneducated asshole, gangster boy, jailbird. And it turns out to be a fuck boy because once he gets locked up, all the pressure's on you. Who you talking to? I know you're out there fucking somebody. Why you ain't come see me? Why you ain't put something on my books? Is this the kind of man that you want to father your children? I once heard a Yana Van Zandt ask a young lady who was complaining about her baby father, how long did you know him before you had kids with him? She said seven months. A Yana Van Zandt said, it's your fucking fault you got stuck. She didn't curse at her, but she told her, your fault. You did not know this man long enough to be bearing this man's child. And it came from a Yana Van Zandt, so she had to, yeah, you're right. If I had said that, oh, you got what I need. He got the prettiest hair. He got brown, hazel eyes. He's so tall. He's so muscular. He's so handsome. So handsome. So was Ted Bundy. So handsome. So when he rolled up on the women with an arm in a sling, he's so distinguished looking. He's so handsome. Miss, I, I don't mean to bother you. But I got this box and you can see my arm is in the sling. Could you help me, please? And she would turn around and lift to try to get that box out the trunk of the car for him. And he would put that knockout shit on a, on a rag on her face, put it in the trunk of his car, have sex with her dead corpse after he strangled her and mutilated her and did all kind of shit to him. But he was handsome and tall. When are you going to stop falling for the okie doke, ladies and gentlemen? Men, she got a fat ass. Oh, she got this, that, and the third. But she's stupid. She dumb as a fucking brick. And now you can't bring her around because ain't nobody want to talk to you and your stupid ass woman. For real. Nobody want her around. So you, you get where I'm coming from with this. 
This is a serious thing. We're going into 2024. We have a real problem because of social media and because of these dating apps and because of these reality shows that we're not cultivating relationships properly. We're not. We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of trying to settle down with someone that's not good for us because of what it looks like or because of what we feel that it could be. We did. We've done it all. We've all done it. I, I'm not talking to you from a, a position of saying that I'm not guilty of the same thing that I'm telling you. I've done what I've done in my life for different reasons. And now that I look back on it, God bless the child, but some of those reasons why I did what I did was stupid. Absolutely stupid. And when I look back on how much time I wasted, how much money I wasted, I could have went another route. Some of the stuff that I won't say because I don't want my children's feelings to be hurt. So I won't get too deep into it. But one day I'll write a book and I'll get deep into the mistakes that I feel that I've made. But that I mean, I'm the kind of guy that has always been taught have a child, you take care of a child. That's I, no matter what. That's what I've been taught. That's what my dad was. That's how I've been taught. So that being said, there were mistakes that I made. Dating certain women, mistake. Didn't look at it. I know now what's good for me. And that's what you have to figure out what's good for you. Everything that looks good ain't good. Ladies and gentlemen, save yourself a headache. Cultivate the relationship. Take your time with it. Go through something. My mother used to tell my sister all the time, if you ever really want to know what a man is thinking, just be quiet. If you want to know who he is, be quiet and watch him. He'll show you. Same thing applies to women. Fellas, you ever want to know where you at with a woman? Just be quiet and watch her. That's all. We going into 2024. Y'all have to understand the, the, the difference of being in love and love, true love. How could you sit there? This is what I don't understand. How could you sit there? And say that you love somebody. Say that I love you, I love you, I love you. And then when it doesn't go right, you don't care how the person is. I'm not saying that you have to be in love with them. I'm not saying that you have to listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you cannot move on and have another relationship. But somewhere inside of you, you still don't care about that person. There is not a single woman that I've ever been in love with that I don't love right now. I love my wife more than anyone, but do I care about these women? Absolutely. Do I love them? Yeah. I'm just not in love with them. It's a different place to be in 
in your life. You can fall out of love with someone and still love them and care about them. I like to know that everybody's doing well. I do. It don't have nothing to do with me wanting anything or going back to you or even looking at you in that manner anymore. I just care because there was a time that I was in love with you. I don't fall out of love. To, I don't hate anyone. I, I've never hated. And I've had shit done to me that re, that I had good reason to hate women, some women that I've dated. But I don't hate them. It's just a time and it just was not. I look at it like it just wasn't meant to be. And now I understand that I should not have been in relationships with those women for different reasons. It just didn't fit me. And I didn't fit her. It was a passing fancy. You have to understand when things are a passing fancy or when things are forever, because you could find yourself tied to a person in one way or another that's going to be a headache and a pain in your ass for the rest of your life. And especially if you're a decent man or a decent woman and you have a kid with this person, you are tied forever until somebody dies. You tied. You're going to have to talk to them. And I know what y'all thinking. Oh, my kids are grown. I don't need to talk to her anymore. Yes, you do. You're going to have to. Because there's going to be problems down the line. And there's going to be problems that you and her have to discuss. I am telling you from experience what I know. I've gone through this in my life before. Okay? My two youngest, Zaya and Summer, they're both grown. I said we had such a turbulent and bad breakup, divorce, their mother and I, I said I would never, ever talk to Kim again as long as I live, as soon as they got grown. I still have to ask her stuff about Summer that I don't know because Summer's in New Jersey, and she has to ask me stuff about Zaire that she don't know. She's his mother. I have to let her know what her son is doing. It's the right thing to do. To, to And we found a way. It took a, like 12 years, but we found a way for us to come to a we good. We don't beef. We don't argue anymore. We good. But sometimes in your life, you have to understand what's good for you and what's not good for you. And the best way to understand that is to take your time. I know it's beautiful. I know you got butterflies. I know your eyes are full of stars, but you have to look past that because this is your life. This is your life. Now, some of y'all, ladies, unfortunately, you don't have that problem. Because your baby father ain't shit. Because he is not a man. That's your fucking fault. If Ayala Van Zant can tell you that, Ed Lover can tell you that. Because if you really look at it, you probably didn't even know this dude. Now, I'm not talking to the 1% of women who got into a relationship, was in a relationship, was in love, was in it for years, and then this nigga did a 360 on you. I'm not talking to you. So don't don't take this to heart if you're listening to this podcast because you're an exception. You're an exception to the rule. 
but most women out there did not really, really have five to seven years with a man before they had a child with him. Most did not. Most did not. He said, I love you. You said, I love you too. Everything was going good because you don't know how they're going to react to certain situations. You don't know. Anything that's going to move them out of their comfort zone or make them uncomfortable, you don't know how they're going to react to this shit. You don't know. I have my wife's mother with us right now. And she is going through mild dementia. Do it bother the shit out of me sometimes that she's here? To be honest with you, yeah. Because I thought at this point in my life, when all the kids are grown, it's just going to be me and her. And we could do what we want to do. But now here we are. We have to take care of mommy. Does it weigh on me sometimes? Do I need my peace sometimes? Absolutely. But I love my wife. And that's part of it. And I know if I had to do it, she would do the same thing for me. So sometimes do I need to get out the house just for my own peace of mind? Yeah, and I told her that. I said, when it gets to be too much for me, I'm going to check into a hotel for a day or two just because for my own mental well-being. And I would absolutely hope that she would do the same thing if it got to be too much for her. And it, sometimes it is. It really is. But I understand her perspective. 100%. That's her mom. Her sister can't do it. She's a younger one, so she's doing it by herself with my help. But I get it. But I didn't marry this woman because she was the most incredibly beautiful thing in the world because I'm not the most incredibly beautiful thing in the world. I married substance, man. I married a, a fine. My woman's fine. My wife is fine as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she, to me, straight tent all day, every day. I watch men fall over themselves for my wife. I watch when she posts a picture, the, the, the grand rising queen. I get a, yeah. All right, nigga, stop grand rising in my woman, all right? But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying she had all of it. And we were together for a long time before we got married. We were together through problems in our relationship and stuck it out before we got married. I took my time. She will tell you I told her I wasn't marrying again. And here we are on our Eighth year, almost ninth, and almost 20 together. I took my time. I dated her for a long time. We didn't move in together. It was a long time before we moved in together. But she's substance, and she's the right kind of woman for me. This not might be was for you. I didn't just look at the outside. I looked at a lot of things. Does she like to laugh? Yep. Is she a great mom? Yep. Is she a great daughter? Yep. Does she understand what it means to have a man? Yep, because she had both her parents in the house. I come from both my parents. So right there, we clicked. Okay? Is she classy? Absolutely. Is she sassy when it needs to be sassy? Absolutely. Will she throw them hands? Absolutely. 
if I fell off, and I have since I've been with her, will she hold me down? Yep, and she has. Yeah, substance. Not just the shell of the candy, but what's inside. What's the real deal with this person? Because after a while, you got to wake up with them. I know I see, you know, you got what I need. Uh, uh, what's that y'all always talk about? Uh, relationship goals. Uh, you got to wake up with somebody. All that cute shit wear off about seven, eight months. Done. Getting to them five years, seven years, ten years. Smelling that breath in the morning. Smelling the bathroom when they finish. Little shit that they do. Why you can't put the bread in the refrigerator when you finish? Why every time you know ain't no more toilet paper, why you don't bring no more toilet paper upstairs? What's wrong with you? Why you always leaving the toilet seat up? Why you always leave the toilet seat down? Why you let this garbage sit in here until it's stinking up the whole damn house? You waiting for me to take the garbage out? I'm the fucking garbage man? You know where the garage, you know where the garbage can is on the side of the house or in front of the house? What you waiting for me to take the shit out for? You just gonna sit here and act like you don't smell this shit. You don't spend no time with me. We don't do dates anymore. We don't go nowhere. You too busy with a headphone set on talking shit about NBA 24K or whatever it is. Little shit. You better get you somebody with some substance. And you better start doing a better job at cultivating relationships because ain't a damn person on this earth perfect and ain't a damn person on this earth the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life for real. For real. Going into 2024, I would advise you all and don't think you're listening to me telling you that my relationship is perfect because fuck if it is. I have made major mistakes in my relationship. But I know that woman loves me. So find you somebody that loves you. And stop just looking at the wrapping on the candy. Stop grabbing any piece of candy and holding it because it might not be good on the inside. This is a piece of candy. You can only have it if I offer it to you or if I give it to you. It's the only way you're going to get this piece of candy. This not, you can't just grab this candy and eat it. It doesn't work like that. You got to figure out what's right for you. And before you can love somebody else, you got to learn to love yourself. Let's love ourselves beyond monetary gains. Let's pay attention to the stuff that's important for us to pay attention to. We are moving into 2024. Let's be smarter. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more of Kibba Son, the podcast. This episode of Kibba Son, the podcast, is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guaranteed, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. 
it's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s. Like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneaker. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay where you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The McNugget Buddies are coming through McDonald's again. And they've got brand new fits created by street-style icon Kerwin Frost. Get the brand new buddies and your McDonald's faves. Your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets, plus a medium fries and medium drink. Collect them all before they're gone. Only in the Kerwin Frost box. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It is robust. More than a smile or a laugh, it's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay. Come on, son, son. Back with more, y'all. Come on, son, the podcast. You got what I need episode. We were just uh, discussing cultivating the proper relationships throughout life. But what's important about that also is knowing where you are in life. Knowing the kind of relationships that you're trying to cultivate, whether or not you're ready for those kind of relationships. And it's important to know for everyone not to allow people that have money to intimidate you. That's that's a very important part of your growth as a human being because from the women out there that say um, that they were sexually pressured or sexually molested or some kind of sexual misconduct toward them happened at the hands of a person, very wealthy person or rich person for every man Terry Crews, Christian Keys, who has come forward and said he was sexually uh, pressured or sexually molested 
by somebody famous with a lot of money that let them know that they could do something for you or for your career, you have to be able to take a step back and honestly say to yourself, is this, is it worth it? You know, Terry Crews had said that a famous Hollywood person actually touched his genitals, grabbed his dick at a Hollywood party. Christian Keyes has said, the actor, that he was pressured. He has yet to say by whom, but he keeps saying that he's going to say who it was. Offered him $100,000, and this is another man, to see him naked. You have to think to yourself, in the long run, is it worth it? Now, for some people, I'm not knocking you. It might be, it might be worth it to you. It might be worth it to get ahead. You might be able to live with yourself. But for me, 100% heterosexual Ed Lover, giving up my asshole, sucking another nigga's dick, I couldn't live with myself after that. I don't, I don't care what the promise on the other end is. I'm not making a deal with the devil because that's the kind of thing that's always going to be held over your head. You got down on your knees on all fours and let another man penetrate you or you laid on your back and let a man penetrate you or you got down on your knees and sucked another man off or you laid on the bed and let him put his dick in your mouth. I, I couldn't live with myself. I don't care what the promise is, the fame, the money. I can't, I can't live with myself because my morals are too, too much intact. You got what I need, but you don't have what I need. Because morally, I have to, and humanly, I have to look at myself in the mirror. You have to be careful on how you let people approach you and say things to you or bring you into this circle of wealth that you want to attain. We all would love to live bill free not have to worry about bills, not have to worry about money, but at what cost? I still say when Biggie said more money, more problems was absolutely correct. I haven't seen anybody with money completely happy. Never. We think that's what we need. We think that having all of this money, if I can hit the Powerball for a billion dollars. I'd just be happy. All you're doing is attracting more attention to yourself and more problems. More problems than you ever had before you had the billion dollars. And you're not walking away with a billion dollars because we know Uncle Sam's going to tax that for half. So you're not walking away with a billion dollars. You probably walk away with about $500 million, which a lot of people say, well, shit, that's more than I got now. I say the same thing. But do I want the problems that go along with that? Do I want the problems that go along with being with somebody that can dangle my exit from that lifestyle over my head at any time? Do I want to be with a super rich socialite and have her tell me what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, and how I'm doing it? 
And the same thing holds true for ladies. You think they got what you need. Well, all the time, that's not true. So you got to be very careful moving forward on what you think is going to make you happy and what actually makes you happy. Because after a while, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. After a while, it is what it is, y'all. After a while, it's, it's just, it is what it is. You grow to become accustomed to it, and it's not that super incredible thing that you thought it was. Say I blessed you and said, here is a brand new 2023 Bentley. Yours. I paid for it. You don't got to worry about it. I'll sign the title over. Whatever I got to do, it's your car. You're going to love that car when you first get it. It's gleaming and shining. You're going to show it on social media. I got a 2023 Bentley that my man Ed Lover gave me. This is amazing. I can't believe it. By 2025, that car is old to you. Because the newer model is going to come out. And if you ever noticed this, I don't know if you ever noticed, no matter what kind of car you have, when you first get it, that new car smell, and then you start noticing all of the cars, like your car that's on the road, like you probably have never looked at that car before, a 2023 black-on-black Bentley, but you start seeing them all over the place. And then you start pulling up to these restaurants, five-star, four-star, four-and-a-half-star restaurants, these gatherings, mayor balls, and all kind of shit. Hey, your 2023 brand new Bentley, and here comes somebody with a 2025 drophead. And everybody ooh and on about their car and no longer ooh and on about yours. It's like a pair of jeans when you first get it. It's like, yo, I just got these. It's just a fire. It's like a pair of Jordans. When you first get them, oh, my God, in the box, the way they smell, the way they look. Fire. And then what happens in three months, Jordan comes out with something fucking new. So it's not new anymore. And and love and relationships are just like that. We go through that phase when it's like, wow, this shit is brand new. This person is amazing. I'm so in love with them. I, I feel this love that I haven't felt in a long time. And then... Can you survive that? Do you still feel that same love and affection five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Do they still have what you need? Or is it just what you thought you needed? And how about your children? When they're babies, they the shit. Wait till they get about 17, 18, 19, 16, even 15. Depends on how early you give them a phone. And they all into their self and their friends. And you ain't the world to them anymore. And they outside. They 21, 22, and they outside. And they wearing shit that you don't agree with. But you can't tell them nothing because they grown. But they only grown when it's convenient for them to be grown. We've all been through those stages. I went through that stage with my pops and my moms. Man, I'm grown, man. Grown, but I wasn't grown, grown because I wasn't paying no grown, grown bills. I was still living in that house. They ain't that cute little motherfucker no more, huh? She ain't your Bree Bree no more, huh? 
She don't even like you calling her Bree Bree in front of her friends. It's different. As, as you accumulate things, things become old to you. I bought a new uh, printer, and my old printer is sitting right here. And I was like, well, that's the new one. That one's better model than mine, and da-da-da-da-da. And then my old printer was giving me problems. You know how we are. We don't know electronics like that. So when the old shit start giving you problems, what you do? You just go buy a new one. Fuck this printer. And now neither one of them just don't excite me anymore. It's like I got two laptops. I got iPads. You know, I remember when I first got the, the new iPhone 14 Pro. I was like, ah, now they got a 15 titanium. You understand what I'm saying? The shit gets old quick. It does. And relationships are the same way. The shit get old. You start sitting there. Oh, why the fuck does he chew with his mouth open? Oh, this nigga snoring is driving me crazy. Oh, her breath smell like a bag of ass first thing in the morning. You love the thought of being in love, but you don't really know what true love is. My parents had true love. Thicker through thin, high water, low water, everything. You got what I need. You got what I want for us to be together. Forever. Whether you're sick, whether you lose your eyesight, whether you can't walk anymore, think about that. And moving into 2024, we got to do a better job with our kids, man. We got to do a better job. We know for a fact this has been going on for as long as the news has been on television. We know for a fact that anything that we do as black people that's negative is going to be all over the news cycle. All over it. If there's two stories, if there's two stories that happen on the same day, when a black kid shoot and kill somebody and a white kid shoot and kill somebody, the white kid's story is more than likely to get buried and the black kid's story will be the leading story on the news. We know that. They, they put us into a position to look like animals. Be that as it is, why do we still continue to do animalistic shit? Why? I don't fucking get it, y'all. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. It makes no sense whatsoever. I'm going to give you a story just from the other day. This just happened the other day. Let me find this shit. I, I kept the story so I could share the story with y'all. Let me find it. Okay, here we go. I saw this on, on Instagram, and it, and, it, and it jumped up on the news cycle also. A 23-year-old mother of two in Florida was shot and killed by her younger brother, 14, over unequal Christmas gift exchange, was mad at his older brother was getting more. This is a story. This is a real story. Real story. Demarcus and Darkus. 114, the sister 
who's 23-year-old with two kids, told them that they needed to start arguing because one of them was, was mad that the other one seemingly got more Christmas gifts from the mother. Remember, this is their older sister. Okay, and they're arguing in the house, and one pulls a gun on the other one, starts shooting the 14-year-old, shot and killed his 23-year-old sister, and then the 15-year-old brother pulled the gun out and shot him, and he's in the hospital at critical. So the 14-year-old and the 15-year-old are in the house with the 23-year-old and her two kids, okay, the, the 23-year-old mother of two got shot. She died. Her two kids got injured. Then one of them shot the other one. The older one shot the younger one. What the fuck is going on? This is, this is black people. What is going on that we are not being able to control our kids how don't you know that them two boys got guns in your house on them? And a simple argument escalated into their sister at 23 with two kids being shot and killed. What are we doing? This is not white people fault. This not. There's shit that's white people fault. I just saw a, a Amazon driver trying to drop off a package being accosted by an older white woman because they told her she had to drop it at the concierge. She says, on the package, it says, take it to the door. And they didn't want her in the building. Oh, you a thief, you this Amazon driver. That's not her fault. That's white people's prejudice and racist fault. This shit here has nothing to do with white people. None of it. None of this shit. It's all on us. It's us. When are you going to stop? When the fuck are we going to stop this stupid cycle, not only of violence, but the cycle of bringing up our kids in these fucked up environments? We hold the key. It's us. If you know that you're living in a fucked up place, why are you trying to raise a kid in that same fucked up place that's fucked up to you? What kind of parent are you? What are you thinking about? You live in a fucking horrible situation. And you want to bring a baby into the same horrible situation? You don't have enough sense in your head to think that this is not the right environment to raise my child, so I'm going to wait? Or is it just selfish? I need somebody to love me. See, that's what you're doing. You're making it about your own fucked up ass self. Because you're not together enough to do it. You're not. No fucking body thought between me and Lisa and me and Rosie, what the fuck we were doing when we had children. I didn't have the, I don't hold a determinant fact. I couldn't make them not have my children if they wanted to. But them, they didn't fucking think. They thought selfishly. 
Lucky for them, I've always been there. But we we had problems. Me, me and Shani had problems. Me and Tiffany had problems. They didn't think. Kim, when Kim filed for divorce for me, she didn't think about how it was going to affect Zion Summer. And she didn't have any reason to divorce me. I wasn't abusive. I was a good, she'll tell you, I was a great fucking husband. It was her own selfishness that led our marriage down the road to destruction. Even when I asked, yo, we need to get counseling. I don't need no counseling. You need counseling. I ain't need no fucking counseling. Our marriage needed counseling. And she threw this shit in the garbage. And I told her, if you go ahead and serve me divorce papers, this shit is over with. And she did, and it was done. Because you're costing me a, a, a gang of bread right now. Don't think. We are not thinking. There's no fucking way, yo. And I know everybody didn't grow up like me. And I dig that if you're a single mom and you're trying to do the best that you can, that you got to work. And sometimes you got to leave your kids when they get older by themselves. And you're not, you don't have time to check everything. You got to make time. You have to. This shit is happening much too often. How many times are we looking at the news or Instagram or something and we see these kids that are just straight prone to fucking violence, man? And then when something happened to them, oh, he didn't do that. He was a good kid. I seen a lady uh, outside of uh, Chi-Town, big up Chi-Town, in one of the suburbs out there whose son tried to break into this young lady's house and she shot him and killed him. He was 14 years old. She caught him trying to open up her window. She called the police the first time. The kids went away. The police came, took a report. Then these motherfuckers came back. She had four girls in that house. He's at her daughter's window trying to open the window to break into her house, and she shot him, killed him. She said she's sorry that it had to happen that way, but she had four girls to protect. And then where she lived at told her she got 30 days to get out because she's not supposed to have a gun. And she called the police. She said people have been trying to break into her place several times. Then the boy mama gets on TV, of course, say the same old nigga shit. My son, no. Something else must have happened. My son's was good. What the fuck was he doing over there at 14 and you didn't know where the fuck he was? We got to get back to your ass got to come in the house when the lights are on. We got to get back to raising our kids. Your kids ain't your fucking friends. They're your children. And they're supposed to have some kind of a fear of you. If they don't, you ain't doing the right fucking thing. I remember when Zaire was younger and I was a living away because we had been divorced. And he was fucking up. And his mother called me. And I got on the phone with him. And I told him, if I have to come over there, 
I'm going to fuck you up. And can you imagine how mad I'm going to be by the time I get over there? And when I get there, I'm going to bust your shit. And I never, nobody said, no, I'm going to call this. I'm going to call that. He was like, Dad, I'm so sorry. He was crying on the phone. I was like, I'll fuck you up, bro. I will whoop your ass because you know better and you were raised better. We are not doing a good enough job, and this is us, every one of us as society. If you know that you cannot handle your children, get your children into some kind of a program. But you can't come up to the school because I have friends that are educators. My man OT in Chi-Town. My homegirl Michelle in up in a, in that Bronx area, but at a charter school. I have a lot of friends that are educators that tell me about the kind of parents that come to the school. I came from high school security. I was a security officer at Andrew Jackson High School in Queens, right before I got on your TV raps. And at that point, I used to see cracked out parents come up to the school, drunk parents come up to the school, all kind of shit. I also saw some very concerned, no-nonsense parents come up to the school. But more or less now, what you're seeing is kids that got kids. So you're not even mature enough. You arguing with the dean and the, and the principal and all, oh, not my kid, not uh-uh, not Quashon, uh-uh. This must be some bullshit up in there with your fucking BBL. You coming in there with no fucking bra on. Quatavius is 15, you 30. You still from them streets. You 30 years old. Five kids, four different fucking baby fathers. If that's at all possible. I'm just saying, man. We going into 2024. We got to get a better handle on this shit. We got to. I was in the mall earlier and I realized something as I was sitting there in the mall you know, I went to get a, uh, a battery for my watch. And I realized something as I was sitting there and I was watching all of these young ladies with this fucking Michael Jackson thriller hairdo because Mike was the first nigga with the baby hair. This shit ain't for everybody. I don't understand. Yo, I, I just can't get it. Like, social media got such a draw on, on our youth that you got to monitor your kids' social media because we just caught styles from different places. And I think I said this before. When I was growing up, D.C. and Philly didn't look the same, and neither did fucking Virginia, and neither did South Carolina, North Carolina, or L.A. When I first went out to L.A., L.A. niggas and, and women didn't dress like we dressed in New York. Now everybody wearing the same shit. Everybody looked the same. Grown-ass women with gray hair with their baby hair waxed down to their fucking forehead. That style is not for everybody. 
The dreadlock is not for fucking everybody. It's not. Lord Jamal and them was doing that shit a long time ago with the dreads. Niggas was doing dreads in the 90s. The Lost Boys had dreads. Niggas was doing braids. I had braids at one time. Tretch had braids. I had a high top. I had a baldy. I never had a jerry curl, but the S curl was popping. I had that for a quick second. But when you get older, you start to realize how... Now, it was different. When I say it was different, it was different because you had cats like Vinny from Naughty who never changed his hairstyle. You had Mike Tyson had the low Caesar. You had Mark Jackson that kept the low Caesar. They didn't go from hairstyle to hairstyle to hairstyle to hairstyle to hairstyle like that. You had dudes that was daring and women that was daring to be different. Everybody didn't wear a wig or weave. And while I'm on the subject, ladies, will you get these wigs? And I know you're going to wear wigs. It's popular. I dig it. Like I just said, I had braids. I had cornrows. I had dreads. I had everything, which was probably detrimental to my hairline right now. That's probably why I'm bald-headed. Okay, I had dreadlocks, everything. Get the wigs that match your hairline. Stop allowing them to put this fucking wig on your hair and you showing mad forehead and that's not where your hairline is. Unfortunately, some of y'all have ruined your shit so bad you don't know where your hairline is. Big shout out to the women with the natural hair. Women that wear their own hair and go get it curled or wear a pixie cut or something like that. Or maybe you got extension braids. That's all fine. But these fucking wigs, man, you looking... Crazy because I can look at it and see that it's a fucking wig. If it's a good wig, you're not supposed to know that it's a wig. And all this tossing my hair from this shit ain't cute. We don't we don't think it's cute. You not you not cute. Going into 20 and 24, 2024, you're not cute. It's not, it's not attractive. It's not, I don't know who the fuck told you it was. Whoever told you that shit, they lying to you. And if you think your body not good enough and you just want to go get a BBL, niggas just looking at you to fuck you. I'm telling you, that big, stupid, ridiculous, nasty-ass shit that you holding on the back look like a backwards small letter P. You're looking fucking ridiculous. It's not attractive. These new silicone cheekbones that you're putting on and putting makeup over into your lips, you look like a fucking fish. It's, it, ain't, it ain't good. It's not. I'm, young niggas is telling you the same thing. Young rappers, so it just ain't my old ass. Young rap niggas is telling y'all the same shit. Yo, we are allowing our phones and social media to take us down the pit of hell. We're going into an election year. We're not fucking paying attention. We're not, we're not socially active until somebody gets killed. And then after a while, that goes away and it's right back to this dumb shit. And they feeding it. They control the algorithm so they control what you see. I even do this shit, y'all. How many times have you gotten up, picked up your phone, seen some direct messages on your Instagram, went into your direct messages, 
And then before you get to that, you see something that captures your attention. Then you start going down the fucking rabbit hole. We all do it. Then you look up and you're like, oh, shit. It was just 10 o'clock. It's 1045. I haven't even started my work yet. If you work from home like me. Because you keep going down this fucking rabbit hole, man. 2023 is almost in our past. We're going into 2024. We need to get our shit together. All of us, including me. We need to get our shit together. We're being surpassed in math, science, reading, everything. Everything. We think it's, we can't even fucking read. We can't even write a sentence. You can't even sign your name to a document. You're doing anything for that bag. Get the bag the right way. Don't be like your girl who's getting ready to go sit down in prison for all the fraud she did, the real housewife, basketball wife, bitch, whatever her name is, British something, and now you're crying about how much time you got. Bitch, go sit down. So tired of it. You're a fraud, you're a fucking fake, and you got caught. Go sit the fuck down. You got what I need. Not all the time, y'all. Be careful. Stay up. Stay loved. Stay God-based. As long as you God-based, you're going to be all right. I love y'all. This is, come on, son. The podcast, you got what I need. My name is Ed Lover. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass next week. Be good if you can't be good. Be careful, all right? If you can't be careful, then fuck it. You're in there by yourself. Don't call me. I ain't coming to get you. Ask God, and I ain't him. Okay, next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together, Ed Lover, Krista, Cam P, saying God bless each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning this podcast in and not tuning it out. I give you the good shit and never the bullshit right here on Kibbutz, son, the podcast. Now, Kibbutz, son, the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Peace. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.